What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. We're going to do a quick cold open. I've changed my mind on a couple of things. One, we will drop episode four review of Loki today. Today will be the day I drop it. I recorded it in Los Angeles last night. Now that I'm yesterday, now that I'm back in parts unknown, I say, you know what? No need to wait on this. We're just going to consider this episode. You get some more um, content this week as you also have the match of the month this Sunday, um, which we've already talked about, but I'll tell you again for programming notes, it is WCW, the World Heavyweight Championship in the year 2000. We talk about how many times it changed hands, what matches you should watch, what matches you shouldn't watch, but it's going to be a very unique take on the match of the month. But I also want to clarify something or clear something up or uh, do an edit. When we dropped, when I dropped uh, the long Halloween review last week or yesterday, as this was being recorded, as as I record this open, I made a huge mistake. I got the story of Jim Lee wrong. The long Halloween was created by Jeff Loeb. The story I told you guys about Jim Lee was actually a true story. It was about Hush, though, not the long Halloween. So I do apologize for that. Still a great freaking story. Now you, the more you know, right? But just want to clarify that. Anyways. This will be the cold open. Like I said, you'll hear different acoustics, as most of you guys might hear back right now. You might hear the fan going on. Might you, know, you won't hear my uh, humidifier going off because I just started up again. But it'll be different acoustics because it was recorded in two different places. I recorded this episode in freaking uh, a hotel room where the acoustics were. It was just me in there and nothing really going but a very light AC. So like you just you kind of hear me a little more than you would. But um, it's not it's not too bad. And um, but anyways, now since we're dropping this as an episode, that means next Wednesday will be episode 100. I promised you guys that I would get you to 100 episodes. After that, I would see how it's gonna go. Um, I still feel good. I still have time to do the show. Um, it's not becoming too much. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we're gonna take this month by month, you know. And if I ever have to leave for a moment, you will know. I will st- I will tell you guys this time around promises um but we're gonna do something special as we're gonna do a giveaway so what you need to do is email me at remuent r-y-m-u-e-n-t at gmail.com i'm gonna take a week a full week to get your emails in just text text it technically is a text just email hi or whatever and then what i'm gonna do next wednesday as i record the review of episode no excuse me what I'm gonna do the two weeks from now, as we record the season finale of Loki, I'm gonna put all emails in a randomizer, and on the show, it will be live when I record it, but it won't be live when you hear it, obviously. Uh, then we'll choose a winner. You get your choice of two, t- no, one of three things. And I'm gonna choose one winner. And it's gonna be in a randomizer. Randomizer. So I have an extra Wave Three Reho of AEW figures. Hangman Am Page Wave 2 and MJF. Now, quick background. I'm only giving these going giving one of these away because they're extra. I hate having extras. But MJF, I wasn't gonna give him away until I seen the Wave 6 version of him. And like I said, I already had two MJF, so I didn't really care about it. But this MJF that I just pre-ordered has the Battle Bowl ring. I was like, you know what? I don't need two in the box. I have one out of the box. I'm absolutely good. So that's why I'm giving that one way. I have two Hangman pages and two Rios. So you get your choice. I'm not choosing for you. Whatever randomizer chooses your name, you then 
I will say your name. Then you email me again to give me your, your choice of whatever it is. And you give me a P.O. box or address, whatever you feel comfortable mailing me mailing to. And then you'll have your choice of that. So remember, where this will be considered an episode, we also have on Monday... I'm going to make that the pipe bomb episode, a 10-year retrospective on the pipe bomb and my thoughts on it. I also recorded that in Los Angeles as well, so you'll hear the same acoustics as you hear in the following episode. Um, But either way, it's going to be some good stuff coming, a full week, episode 100 coming up next Wednesday. But check this out. This is why you should like, follow, and subscribe. You never know when stuff like this is going to happen. So without further ado, let's get to the show. show i see things a little differently still recording from los angeles just because i just watched episode four of loki and even though this isn't coming out until next week i didn't want to have to re-watch it and then watch episode five and record back to i just don't like it just someone asked me the other day like why 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 do you record it back to back and it's just because when if some of you will remember Earlier in the show, uh, like around episode six or seven, when we start doing this, uh, it, not six or seven, but like as far as the episodes, when I started trying to combine episodes, it was like too much. You know, it was kind of like trying to remember everything, and there's a lot of things I caught in the moment, but then I was trying to remember other episodes, and I was like, yeah, it's too much, and and this would just be two episodes, and then we have Black Widow coming out next Friday which I'm super excited about. So I'll probably watch that on Friday. And, well, we'll see. I wonder if it's going to be a Thursday. No, I'll be working probably for the Thursday show. So if there's a Friday morning show, I'll watch it Friday morning, record the podcast right after, and then we'll put it out. It'll be an extra It will count as an episode. It won't be like how we did that that that. that episode, a special episode that was a non-episode for Bobby Lashley, it will be an actual episode, we'll count it, um, but no, let's hit episode Loki for Loki first, uh, first of all, um, another game changer, second of all, it kind of fit one of my theories I was thinking to myself, but it completely debunks the theory I had about uh, Tom Hiddleston's version of Loki becoming Kid Loki, because if you watch this episode, by the time you guys hear this, you guys will have seen this all over the internet. Um, the mid credit scene, episode four, um, you, we're, we are actually introduced to classic Loki, um, boastful Loki, Loki, and kid Loki. Kid Loki, for those of you who couldn't tell, was the kid <laughs> with the crocodile. Uh, classic Loki was the old older Loki. And boastful Loki was the black Loki. Um, 
And, it's, and honestly, in the theory I had, and I, and I was talking to someone else about this, but it was off air. I was like, I don't think those prunings, air quotes, I'm doing air quotes, you can't see me doing air quotes. I don't think those prunings um, actually kill you. I think they send you to different parts of the world with your other variants. And that's what it seems like is done. As of this recording, remember, I'm not recording this with episode five. I'm recording this by itself. Episode four just dropped today, recording it. And um, so it feels like you just go where your other variants go. And it looks like Sylvie's going to have to help Loki get out of this. Now I have no idea how this ends. Also, I know some people are going to think that the timekeepers were just another ploy and that they pulled a Mandarin on us a second, another time where I don't think that's the case. I think those timekeepers are a diversion to the real timekeepers. Um, obviously, once they revealed the timekeepers, air quotes again, in, in, in episode four, so then, this feels too early. Even though it's only a six episode season, I was like, this, that's something you reveal for episode five. You know, but then again, you know, it's like one of those things where there's still a lot to be explained. Obviously, uh, that's what I'm about to call her ravioli. Jesus Christ, Rivola, I'm saying that name wrong, um, knows all the secrets. And she did the thing, holy crap, that she's going to be hated for. If she continues to be in the MCU after this, she's going to be hated. She will be, like at least with a U.S. agent, he got like a redemption arc at the end and kind of like woke up, right? She she pruned freaking Owen Wilson, Mobius. I was like, holy crap, the internet's going to go crazy over this, you know. Um, but that is crazy what what happened there. You kind of saw it coming when you saw him have that heartfelt moment, but you could tell he, he just didn't believe her, you know. And um, now the TVA has been exposed for what they are. It, this is very interesting. There's so many dynamics as we're getting to the last half of the season that need to be, that need to play out. I am so excited to see how this thing ends, and I do love the fact that you have episode five next week, then you have Black Widow, and then you have the finale, and then you have a break before you get the show. I know I, I know we have What If um, in. Uh, August, but that's not part of the MCU. But then you have like this two month break, and then you get Shang Chi, and then you have like a month break in between, and you get the Eternals, and then you get Spider Man. But to me, I don't know how this ends now. I actually have no theory. I have no clue. I have no. I, I have no idea. Um, do I think they're gonna be able to burn the TVA down? I don't know, man. I don't. I, I'm whatever happens here. But like hypothetically, let's just say this. Is, this is this. Let's just go. Let's make this my theory. Let's say they burn TVA down. That opens the door for Kang to do whatever it is he's gonna do in Quantumanium, which is the third Ant-Man movie, which he is supposed to be the big bad of. So it feels like this is just gonna cause so much to happen, and this may be the reason why the Eternals didn't jump in. I I've loved the memes of the Eternals being asleep during everything, and then when everything's calm, that's when they wake up. I love all that. It's fucking hilarious. Um, but it feels like I asked Jonathan, that's what I said, how, how do you bring the Eternals in? I get I get it. We're starting on their territory, their world, it's a standalone movie. I get all that. But what makes them want to jump in? Also, they're they're powerful. So 
where are these power levels at without the gems? You know, I know Captain Marvel is technically the most powerful person in the MCU, and now you have right after that Scarlet Witch, uh, or or some would say she's more powerful, and, and I know the comics she is. So let's just hypothetically say this: let's say you're Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, then Doctor Strange, without the everyone without the gems. What 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 provokes them to get into the battle? You know, it feels like whatever. And I know the writer for Loki is the same writer for Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. It feels like, though, and I know Kevin Feige said this already, but it feels like the whatever happens in episode six is going to be what, you know, we already have Wanda messing with stuff. Um, and I know there's a big deal made this week of the re-edits they did to uh, WandaVision at the end of the post credit scene. But to me, the reason why I don't think anything of it is because, remember, that show was was being pushed to come out first, even though it's supposed to be Falcon Winter Soldier. They pushed that back to do whatever they need to do with that. So all the edits were perfectly done the way they wanted them when Falcon Winter Soldier dropped. But because they were so desperate to get some content out in January 2021, and they want to start with a bang, I think they put it out, and I think the first maybe two or three episodes probably did not need any edits. But everything else was probably being edited on the fly as well to meet the deadlines and stuff. So I think they're just doing some cleanup. I don't take anything from that. Um, even though Foggy said that technically uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was supposed to make uh, a cameo in one of the commercials and it just didn't work out. It's, that's fine. But to me, it, now it feels like now I'm really understanding or really like really believing what he says when he, when he says, hey, Loki's going to mess with everything. I think whatever Sylvie and Loki are going to do, and now they have C-15 on their side, one of the gatekeepers, um, who was not pruned. And I, I, I don't think she got pruned. Um, but you have those three are going to work together. I think they're going to burn the TVA down, which is going to cause all sorts of chaos and mayhem. That's also how you can get Loki back in the main MCU timeline, even though Tom Hiddleston's already said he's not in uh, Thor 11 Thunder, which is... That's fine. There's so many verbals to that anyway with the Guardians of the Galaxy being in there, Jane Foster coming back. Also, you have and you have Lady Sif, who you thought was going to make her return in Love and Thunder. No, she made her return to the MCU in this, in a time warp where it was the same punishment over and over that Mobius sent Loki to. But she made her return and Loki had no clue she was in it. But I'm also not one of those people that reads all the... There's so much speculation over Marvel movies. Oh, we may see... I think I've seen at least 10 different things that Charlie Cox, a.k.a. Daredevil, is supposed to be in. I don't see how you people do it. I don't see how you guys read everything and say, oh, he's going to be in Spider-Man. Oh, he's going to be in this. Because supposedly now, I think the new rumor is how Daredevil is supposed to be in... Was it? Not Shang-Chi. Um, but we will talk about Shang-Chi in a second. Um, She-Hulk or something like that. Like he's he was supposedly spied on set, but no one's ever, but no one's had any footage of. It. Like we've gotten some 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 pictures when we weren't supposed to get pictures. I'm pretty sure if someone saw that spoiler. You know they would sit there and be like, well, you know, I, I gotta capture this. You know, there's always someone that has a camera phone on them. So, anyways, um. 
yeah, that's just freaking crazy. But um, I, I just don't see how you guys do it. So if someone else, if you guys heard the rumors that she was coming back for Loki, you know, you you win the lottery, you know. Um, but she made her return in this in a cool little way. So that way now she's fully integrated back into the MCU after not being in Thor 3 and not showing up. And we don't know if she was plucked or not. I, I don't know if... Well, I guess technically they have an overall world. So, anyways, it was cool to see Lady Sif, huge fan of Jimmy Alexander's. Um, but this episode was a clear, clear setup for. All right, we now have the two Lokis meeting. It's clearly like each other as far as like. I'm not talking about anything romantic. I'm just saying then generally they trust each other now, and they're gonna. And that, so that part of it is out. Now you split them apart again. Because now you see where Loki has to help the other Lokis get out of wherever they're at. And I'm assuming we're going to see Mobius in episode 6. But if you don't, oh my goodness, this woman will be hated her entire MCU run. If John Walker got death threats, I can't remember the guy's real name, she's going to get a ton of death threats. Not saying you should send her death threats. Don't do that. If you're one of those people, stop being weird and crazy. I'm just saying how... It is awesome the amount of heat she is going to have for for that alone. And I am all, I am down for it. <laughs> you know, I am here for it. So, um, my final thoughts on Loki episode four was it was really good. I liked how it set up everything to when the TVA is exposed. Now you have Mobius, who was an ally, now he's gone. Now you have Loki, who's not gone, but you combine him with the other Lokis and it's like boom he's we're gonna see we're gonna see them come back and we're gonna get a bunch of information because Sylvie's gonna beat it out of her because she's not gonna prune her that that does her no good now she's getting information about her past and the present and the future I'm super excited about it I will hit this up before we go to episode 5 the Shang-Chi trailer revealed Abomination and Wong in the tournament. I said this to Jonathan Nestor. I said, this explains where Abomination has been. Because remember, Abomination was supposed to make his return. It was his, it was his announced return, air quotes, was going to be in She-Hulk. We know Hulk is going to be in Abomination. But his first official, and I think that makes him the longest-running villain, because we haven't seen Obadiah Stane. So it'll be making him the longest running villain since it, Hulk was a, technically the second Marvel movie came out in the MCU. He's making his return in this. I was like, that makes sense. He got his butt handed to him. Now he's in a Street Fire tournament. So that is pretty, pretty cool to see. Um, I thought the Shang-Chi trailer did. I thought the first one was awesome. This one did a, a better job of showing the rings and how they're used. And also showing the tension between Shang-Chi and the Mandarin and... Um, and you, you, I think you get a little bit more of where you're going, except the one thing you don't get is where this is in the timeline. Because if Wong is in this tournament, was he doing this tournament because Doctor Strange was blipped? Or has all this happened in the current 2023 timeline? I can't wait to see this movie. I'm super excited. So anyways, we will now go to episode 5. You will hear DJ Scratch or something like that. And then we'll go to episode 5. My final thoughts on episode 4 was a big thumbs up. It kills my theory. I am excited to see where they go with this. But now we have officially seen Kid Loki 
the Young Avengers are just being set up so perfectly. You had Cassie Lang. I think she was the first Young Avengers show. Then you have uh, the Patriot showing up um, and Falcon Winter Soldier. Now you see the first appearance of Kid Loki. Super excited. Let's get to episode five.